Raisin Man Arena. We can start the show. Felipe just gave us the go-ahead. We're allowed to start the show. Okay. Uh, and all systems are go. And now I can relax and just have a good time. All Welcome systems are go. To Raisin Man Arena. It's Wednesday night. Wednesday night? It is Wednesday night. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's the other side of the world. <laughs> far away east. Mm-hmm. Here we're night. in Q3. Uh, <laughs> Q3 of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Is that where your mind is at, Sarah? Q4, yeah. Might be Q4. I guess it, you're right. It's Q4. Yeah. I mean, uh, Christmas is just around the corner. You're not about to tell me it's Q3 and Christmas. Yeah. Is around the corner. <laughs> There's not another Q before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making a reference to. Did you see on Twitter? This is a couple of months ago, but there was a woman who was like, something I do to be more sensitive to the fact that in the United States isn't the center of the world is I use non um, like US calendar based language and I use neutral terms. I refer to Q3, you know, instead of fall. Because you don't know what season it is, you know, in another part of the world. Yeah. So. And then people were like, duh, you can use months. Yeah. Months are the same everywhere. Months are the same. Yeah. December means hot some places, but months are the same. The, the quarter system, the ancient Greco-Roman quarter <laughs> system. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Months might not even, months might not even account for the great, great diversity of timekeeping around the world. Even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, here we have no such compunctions. It's fall, and boy, can you feel it. It is cold outside. <laughs> I had to turn on the radiator because mm-hmm. I thought Sarah cannot come to this house as cold as it is. No. All the windows in the house were open. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know who's opening them. Maybe some gremlin who comes in and loves the windows open, but... in the morning, windows in the house open. (laughs) Cold. Cold. So cold. That's perfect for me. Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Sam heats up fast. Gets overheated. It's true. Yeah, he's like a Felipe gaming is like, PC. Can we make it hot and stinky in here? <laughs> <laughs> well, we find a we find somewhere in the middle. It doesn't have to be cold. It doesn't have to be hot and stinky, but it can be warm. I, if we were all wearing parkas, that would be perfect for me. Oh. Why? <laughs> yeah, expa- explain a little more. Oh, you, you just get to see your cold breath. You know, your breath. You're oh. on the podcast. Oh. Oh, you're seeing your cold breath, oh, sipping coffee. You're sh- sh- almost shivering. That's like perfect. That's, That's perfect, perfect news weather. That's how the news gets delivered every day in Q4 around the country. You know what I mean? That's true. That's Q4. You're saying that for anyone watching us on the stream, it would be almost as if we were reporting on the weather. Yeah, Hi, exactly. welcome, to, you know, welcome to Reason Man. The weather is, it's cold. There's wind. Yeah. There's rain. And exactly. we're like in the middle of or, it. Or we're just, we're outside. We're like, we're in D.C. We're reporting on some political event but it's like it's early morning you know you're standing mm. outside that's like Al Roker's there yeah, ex- yeah exactly exactly yeah well we will do the weather report this morning I've been outside and folks it's a little bit cold oh it's not that cold it's not that cold but it's a little bit cold mm. I mean so if you're going to work yeah, it's true I might have overstated it now with climate change and everything it's got and it's taken a while before it got cold yeah yeah it gets dark early though Climate change can't do anything about that. Anything about that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a uh, welcome to Raisin Man. The everything you need to know in the morning podcast. (laughs) It's a little bit cold, and uh, last night some big news happened. Uh, Our our good friend and Raisin Man um, Nation Raisin Nation member Eric Adams won the the mayoral election. election. 
Wow, <laughs> I can't believe it. And I voted wow. for him, right? You no. voted for him? No. Who did I vote for? Rojas? Rojas. Uh, I wrote, I don't even know their name. I put it in, the, but they were under the socialist candidate. Yes, that's right. <laughs> there was a socialist on the. Yep. Oh, I see. I well, see. it said social socialist and do you know what I'm talking about? Socialist. Oh, right. So the party was socialist and liberation, but it said socialist and lib. And I thought, lib? I don't want to vote for a lib. <laughs> I thought, I don't, you know, because sometimes the names can trick you. There's one party that's like Save Our City, the Save Our City party. And I thought, you know, that sounds, yeah, Save Our City. <laughs> right, exactly. The Rent is Too Damn High party. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I should vote for the Rent is Too Damn High party. Like, yes, it's, yes. Kind of, it's written it's in the name. It's true, yeah. It's, it's too damn high. Yeah, but I got a text from Jermaine Williams saying, I, I have to vote for Democrats up and down the ticket. He said that you have to? Yeah. And I follow what, what he says. That's wild. But I didn't vote for Eric for the mayor. That's the one thing. Damn, so the guy who won, I didn't vote for. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. So you lose, too. You I lose. lost. You lost. Yeah. Well, Voting is about guessing who will win. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> what are the odds? What yeah. is the over-under on this guy? <laughs> and then they send you a little check in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a betting parlor. Yeah. You give the person at the front a bunch of money, and you're like, I'm gonna. the people I vote for are going to win. Yeah. Man, I have I have didn't vote. I'm I don't have a New York City ID. I gotta get one of those one of these. You days. don't need a New York City ID to vote. What? What do I need just to tell them? You don't have a license either. No. Right? <laughs> wow. You just what I'm if, undocumented. What, if, what a feral <laughs> existence. Off the grid. Yeah, I like carry around just my birth certificate <laughs> and a piece of mail from my house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need any. You just need to show up and say I'm Sarah. No way. Uh huh. No way. And they'll hand me a ballot. Sarah Wilson from Raisin Man. Yeah. <laughs> Not even that. Just, I'm Sarah. <laughs> Don't want you right I had, a, I had an imagination last night, a dream. Mm. I wasn't asleep. A night imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagination. <laughs> and I was imagining living with you, Sarah, for some reason. And I was oh, like. Oh, sweet. And I imagined like, wow. You're I'd, in love. I'd have yeah. to. <laughs> I'd have to like drive you to all your little play yep. dates like a child <laughs> <laughs> like if we were like living like older yeah. together you know yeah and i don't do the music in the car either <laughs> so you have to do the music in the car and drive <laughs> just imagine you were like 45 yeah you know, oh like, my god what yeah. makes me nervous about it maybe i've talked about this on the podcast before but i have this association with like moms who can't drive that like they were always these kind of women in my community who like were I don't know, like old hippies that were unreliable, like flighty women that um, had to get other people to drive their kids around. Um, And I just don't want to be one of those ladies. Yeah. 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 There's all all, all archetypes we're trying to avoid. Yeah. Yes. I would say you're not flighty. No, I'm down to earth. I'm for sure. I mean, your job is all about making spreadsheets and getting people to be there all the time. That's right. And it's about enlightenment. Mm, That's Mm -hmm. right. I never know how much you want to talk about your job or not. I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, okay. Okay. Raisin man. Raisin man first. Uh, every day I commute down to Langley. In order <laughs> 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 um, if only. I work for a, a wellness and spirituality meditation company. And uh, I have just been spending the last week. I've had so much work to do. And my mind is just full of like enlightenment and like all the gates. Do you know all the gateways to enlightenment? There's lots of different ones that you can go through. Are there a finite number that like people know the names of? Mm-hmm. What are they? Wow. I don't know them all, but the one that you guys are, are probably interested in is um, the Gateway of Laughter. 
Wow. That's a way it can go. Yeah. There's a gateway of laughter. Yeah. That's a way to get to enlightenment. And then there's also the, the worst one is called the gateless gate. And that's for people who like never experience anything like profound. They never get like a, a good moment of like, they just um, keep doing their practices and get to the end of their life and realize like, oh, I think I feel enlightened. Oh, that yeah. is the worst. Horrible. Horrible. Worst horrible. One. You're meditating nine hours a day. Fucking bored. Nothing ever happens. I think yeah. I think I just passed through the gateless gate back there. <laughs> Pretty so, sure. Yeah. So the gateless is like, it's like, con- it's almost like consolation prize. It's like, ah, oh, you didn't get enlightened, mm-hmm. but... Maybe it's like the participation mm-hmm. trophy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna like, make mm-hmm. up a gate that doesn't feel like anything. Yeah, yep. For the people yeah. who just didn't, they didn't tried, work. Tried, but they just didn't <laughs> yeah. get it. They didn't have it. The juice, not in this uh, carnation. So, who came up with these gates? Could um, I just make up a gate if I yeah, wanted? You can make to? up a gate if you think of one. Yeah. The gate, the video game gate. <laughs> the gaming gate. <laughs> you, you play yeah, games gamer on gate. gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Play games funny. till you're enlightened. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it makes me feel kind of crazy to think about this stuff all day long. Like, I really am asking myself, like, do you guys? Okay, well, this is what I'll say. It reminds me of when I was like a, a little kid, and I learned about like n- being a nun or a priest in the ca- Catholic Sunday school, and I was like, oh fuck. Well, if that's like the best thing that we can be for God, then why aren't we all doing that? And I was just really confused by that. Um, even though, you know, that's not like technically what it says in the Bible. There's all these different paths and God calls people to do different things. Um, but that's the best way is to be a nun or a priest, like yeah. that sacrament. So I just kind of confused me. And now as I like read all this stuff and I'm understanding this about the pursuit of enlightenment, I'm like, the, why aren't we all um, pursuing enlightenment all the time? Or does it, do people I know even believe in what enlightenment is? I have no idea, but I think about it this for like forty hours a week now. Well, I'm I'm just learning about the gates now. So yeah, you so have you to don't. Need, easy on I me. should be teaching you guys. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you guys have no idea. Um. Yeah. I. 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 That resonates with me, Sarah. But then I was thinking, oh, you know, when you're a child, you're like, you get, you get you receive these philosophies and worldviews where you're like, this is clearly the best thing to do. Yes. That's what that philosophy says. And then you're like, okay, fine. If that's the easiest thing to do, then why isn't everyone doing it? Yes. But then as you get older, you realize... Because they don't want to. <laughs> well, it's also... It sounds boring. It's also okay. hard. To, it's hard. hard to be in the world. You know what I mean? It's hard to do the, like, to be the nun thing, I think. Yeah. How many, how many, how many hours a, a day you got to meditate to get the gateless one? The gateless gate achievement. <laughs> nine, nine, hours. nine hours, but you won't yeah. ever feel it. But you don't ever feel it. Yeah, what a, what isn't a that waste, unbelievable? What a wasted life. <laughs> I know, I know. At that point, like I would think, if you're sitting in silence, just like thinking of nothing for that long, you would start to trip yourself out at a certain point. And all you need to do to get through one of the gates is to feel a little tripped out. I think that's the feeling that I'm getting. Yes, yeah, yeah a little like, ooh, ooh a little like, of, wait, is that like? Yeah. I passed something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. Definitely enlightened. Yeah, I felt. It. I felt something. <laughs> yeah, I felt the I felt the alignment. I'm interested yeah. in the turkey day gravy sub gate where <laughs> you just get to eat those all yeah. day. You just pound those back. Yeah, yeah until you feel something. <laughs> let's see. Uh let's see. Puffy Morning Skin says, I love you all so much. And I'm so happy you're back, particularly Sarah. Okay. Please uh, <laughs> fuck you. Also, <laughs> please show us your new sexual your sexual new apartment. That's this. They so this person knows a lot about you guys because they know this is your new apartment. Did it? Did but it's it, the first time is chat. It a sexual new apartment. 
It's like a sexy new apartment. Oh, I suppose it is true. And because, like, look how the couches are catty cornered as opposed to opposite. That's perfect for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Which we, Philippe and I, do a lot That's on right. on on them. Yeah, it is a quite sexual apartment. Sarah, we'll do tour <coughs> for your job. You know, they say it's like, oh, well, when you do the thing you love or whatever for your job, it sort of takes all the romance mm. and mystery out of it. And I wasn't, I wouldn't describe you as loving spirituality beforehand, but, but is working in the spirituality industrial complex, <laughs> does it remove back the curtain and reveal some dark and terrible secrets? You know, you get to see how the sausage is made, how it, the gates are made. So I think, um, it's just gotten me kind of confused <laughs> about like what truly is deep and what is superficial because i make content out of the stuff so we're always like flattening the meaning of things into uh an online product that yeah. people will watch seven easy gates to yeah. enlightenment <laughs> <laughs> the seven eight, easiest yeah. gates yeah. gurus don't want you to know about the eight gate. <laughs> enlightenment with this one simple trick <laughs> yeah gurus um, hate this yeah. gate <laughs> gurus hate him and yeah. it's just like a guy with like 15 arms <laughs> like floating in the space yeah i don't know it's funny uh, i'll say this that like there's this phrase that's popular uh that i think is wrong that's like um you have to go on your journey and to get to realize that you are always where you were trying to go the entire time he says it holy crap you know what i think yeah i get it um and i hear that and i'm like okay i get that so then do i did i can i check that lesson off like i got that one i don't think so because i don't feel like i really internalized that i feel like i'm going somewhere right you can't just be like like, that's not a cheat code to not do anything. Yes, exactly. Or like, yeah, you can't just take the sentence, you know. On So even when it's not like content that we're making, even on just the verbal level of like wisdom conveyance, I'm just a little lost in it where I'm just like reading this shit all day long and I'm like, is this doing anything to my mind? Or like, well, I don't even well, know. Well, isn't the idea yeah. that you can only, you can only like internalize the lessons through meditation? Yes, and through life experience. But are you yeah. trying to do that? Are you meditating? No, I haven't been meditating. Mm. I'm definitely trying to get wise fast. Yeah. I don't want to not, I don't want to realize anything later. I want to realize it all right now so I don't make any more mistakes. I feel like study. I'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, like s- study and scholarship and reading should have some, be at some part of the journey, you know? Like yes, sure. Not all of it, surely. But, but some ideas that you can get in the mix. Yeah, and when you're exactly. out on the street, you can work Yeah, like in. reading yeah. a couple of think pieces, a couple online articles, <laughs> you know, that should be part of it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Conversely, conversely, do you ever feel like from doing it so much that like, fuck, wait, um, that it just uh, becomes this just like noise, like these truths that are supposed to totally. be, that are supposed to be really profound. You're just like, this might as well be a list, literal listical to me because I just am not. Totally, totally. The subjects of stillness, presence, being in the moment and time. I think I used to think those things are interesting and now I like don't. I don't <laughs> think there's anything there. There's nothing there. It's nothing to do yeah. with stillness. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot talk about, bring up those at the Thanksgiving dinner no. table with no, Sarah or she will flip her lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It reminds me of a tweet that Will has. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's like um, things I thought were interesting that I realize aren't interesting. Time, creativity. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 
Do you know that? Do you know my favorite kind of cryptic aphorism? No. That cliches are not when language fails experience, but when experience fails language, right? Yeah. You want to high five? Yeah, there. that's so true. So <clears throat> what am I getting at? Is that if you, I, my sense is Do that. Do not utter that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too powerful. <laughs> say it one more time. The monster is awakened. Good morning, Raisin Nation. Okay, say it one more Good time. Good morning, Raisin Nation. It's 826. I'm Felipe, Sarah, Sam. And if you're just joining us, cliches are not when language fails experience cliches are when experience fails our language and what i have decided that means it's a thing i heard a long time ago and i thought oh, is that true i don't know about that and what i think it means is that like the most profound experiences are actually um end up being kind of banal because the most pr profound experiences are the ones that connect us to every other human being and that they are unremarkable um and so we have a profound experience and we think i'm being cliche like i you know when people have a kid they always say the same shit over and over mm -hmm. it's like oh the, the the speech the speech that all parents give and it's like well it is a very profound experience but it's like a human experience and so it is cliche um the experience fails language there's nothing original or interesting about mm -hmm. it really what's interesting about it is that it's profound and when you experience it you're moved and i think yes. that's a, that's the same with like stillness and blah 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 all that stuff it's like you hear it and you're like okay whatever i take the journey i'm right where well, who cares but then when you do meditate whatever nine hours a day and you achieve it unless you're you know a scrub that can only do the gateless path <laughs> um if you did it right <laughs> and you yeah. got gains um then um then the 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 words will mean nothing to someone who hasn't done it Yes. Because, but that's what makes it profound. Yes. Is that the words will feel totally inert until you feel them. And then once you're enlightened, you're going to be talking in cliches all day long. Yeah. You're going to be boring no, people I think with that's the dumbest true. platitudes. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've been writing this set that's about um, realizations I have and then aphorisms I've written about those experiences, and none of them are like interesting. What um, are they? What are the aphorisms? One of them is uh, in life, you have to make choices. <laughs> it's fucking true isn't that true it's true it's true and i didn't know that for a long time i only wanted to do as many things as i had time for in my life and then i reached a point where i was like oh there's actually more than one thing i want to do and there's a limitation and in life you have to make choices yeah in life you have to make choices mm -hmm. is there a punchline if, if you went no, to the, it, if you went to the spirituality <laughs> open mic yeah and said that on stage <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love a spirituality open mic. Someone's yeah, bombing. They're like, come on, idea. get enlightened. Like, <laughs> All right, no one's wanting to get enlightened here. <laughs> no one's trying to be still and present, okay? <laughs> In spirituality, you have to make choices, and then they drop the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people start getting offended. They're like, All right, I can't say anything here. <laughs> That's funny. Another one I have is, um, you can't hide in time. Um, wow, that yeah. was a good one. That's a good one. Cool. I think some, to some people's ears, it sounds like you can't hide in time. Like someone's coming to get you, and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> in time, they'll, they'll get, grab yeah, you. Yeah. Run. <laughs> yeah, but you can't hide in time. Is like I think when I've been like really depressed in my life, I have like tried to hide from things that 
uh, I didn't, couldn't handle by just being like, oh, as long as there's enough time between me and that thing, it'll like never come. Like if I just have eight hours that I can just sleep before I have to go do my comedy show, then I can. I have to do Raisin Man. Then I have to do Raisin Man. <laughs> then I, it'll never get here and I can just hide. But it's like the time, it's like a blanket, you know, it's always getting mm. fucking pulled right off. Like you cannot hide. There's never enough time to hide you. That- that's funny. I think of that in terms of the past where I'm like mm. a thing that's already mm. happened to me. Yes. I like I don't have to deal with it if I just let enough time pass. Mm. It. Mm. So you can't. Yeah. You got to address stuff. You can't just let time go by. Uh, and and yeah. brother, you're the fucking king of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's why I have so many thriving relationships. <laughs> It's so funny. That's why I have so many thriving relationships and you guys have none. That's so <laughs> I'm funny. the only one with friends in this room. That's right. Thriving and writhing on their deathbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know that book, Conflict is Not Abuse? Who wrote that? Sarah Shulman. Shulman. Oh, yeah. Oh. I know about that. <laughs> we have a copy of that in um, Life World because we're, you know, non-hierarchical. Of course. Non-organized <laughs> collective. Um, and someone came in the other day and was like, oh, I know the person who wrote this book. She's always um like uh, aggressing my boyfriend and like picking fights with him. Bro, yeah, no. Yeah, and she's like super, super conflict. Oh god. Yeah, yeah she loves conflict. That makes conflict sense. Conflict lover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's yeah. I'm that's, not abusing you. I'm not abusing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad to hear. Well, people, people, all, everybody's got a story about somebody famous that they know and how they suck. So. It's true, and yeah. you know, people are not perfect. No one's perfect. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect. And, uh, you know, even if you're imperfect, you have the right to share some wisdom. Big time. And usually Big I think time. when people write books like that where they're like, this is how everyone should act, really they're talking about a thing that they have trouble with mm. in their own personal mm. lives. Yes. You know, they're projecting their own experience. So clearly Sarah Shulman loves to get into conflict. And she needs to find a story so that we can make that okay. Yeah. And that is where language meets experience and... Uh, and it succeeds. satisfies and succeeds. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we need for today. We can close <laughs> out the podcast. Uh, critical race theories back in the news. And critical race. Oh my God. It's. Bye. Um, is it back in the news? You just saw it on the I Twitter saw, trending on Twitter. Said, oh, it's back yeah. in the, it's been, it's been sort it's of ambient in, in the news. Yeah. And I, I actually don't even have anything to say about it. That's the only remark I wanted to make. When sort we, of a transition. When we went to Caroline's, when we went to uh, Westport, or was it? Was yeah. it in Westport? There yeah. were all these signs because they also were having elections. Mm-hmm. And one of the signs was like, critical race theory is in our schools right now. Like clearly somebody was running oh. for local oh, office, yeah. scaremongering about critical race theory. And it was hard for me to tell whether that person was like a big voice in the community or just a kook. Because there were like 20 signs on every lawn. You know, there were some yeah. lawns. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I can't tell if like this person has a lot of pull here or if... Um, I read when we were driving by and I read that sign. A little shiver went down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere is safe. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we weren't in the city. They should be safe out there. Yes, yeah. exactly. I was thinking about being a critical race theorist for Halloween. That's funny. Uh, thanks. And what would you have done? <laughs> yeah, what would I have done? I guess that's why you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think too far ahead. I wouldn't have looked like a costume, I think. But then, you know, in a party, at a costume party, oh, yeah. people come up to you and they're like, what are you? And then you yeah. deliver the punchline. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that is great. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like it either. People should know. You should look at you and know. I know. One time I saw someone at a party and uh, 
she was it was during the Sochi Olympics. Do you remember the Sochi no. yes. the Olympics in no. Russia? The Olympics oh, in Russia. Yep. Yep. And there was this whole story. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. I remember exactly. <laughs> and I was at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a story about stray dogs. There were a lot of stray dogs around Sochi and it like really concerned the um the Olympic authorities because it made the city look bad or whatever. Aw. Um, they had a stray dog problem. And it was in the news, it was like a little news cycle. I think it makes the city look cute. I think so too. Dog, yeah. you can pet them. <laughs> no, stray dogs are no. You yeah. know, they, you can't pet those guys. No. they're out for blood. And I was at a Halloween party, and there was this friend of mine, and she was like wearing like the most basic dog costume. Like it was maybe just had painted her nose and like, and maybe had ears, but maybe not. Very like minimal. And I was like, "What are you?" And she was like, "I'm a so I'm a stray dog at Sochi." And I and I was That's drunk and I, and I said that is so stupid. <laughs> wow. And she slapped my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You wow. got what, you got what yeah, was you fucking got. Yeah, yeah. Good, good justice delivered. Rarely do you see justice. Wow, that yeah. is awesome. We should have that person on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I was just a little so, short doc about that. I was just yeah. so anti like a punchline costume. I don't like those costumes. That, it's that's just like funny. And then you were like, you were like crying. You're like, have you read conflict? Is that abuse? That's right. <laughs> Well, Pedro made it. It is 5.35 a.m. where Pedro is. Uh, and he's in here. Florida? I believe it. No, oh, in I L.A. He moved to L.A. Oh, I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. He's making moves. LA. Yeah, I moved to L.A. But here, it's Razor Man Arena, and it's Wednesday morning, 8.35 a.m. If you're just joining us, I'm Felipe. There's traffic on the inbound. Traffic yes. on the inbound. I'm Sam. I'm Sarah. That's right. And there's traffic on the inbound. inbound. And on the outbound, there's Things one... Things are all clear. It's smooth sailing. Except for one guy running down the highway, screaming, uh, screaming, the election's over. Now <laughs> I can finally relax, because we were all really stressed yeah. about the election, right? Yeah. Friendships ended over who are you voting for and stuff like Will that. Will said, said to me, Sam, you got to vote yes on all five ballots. And I didn't even read... I went in there, I didn't even read I the I didn't ballots. even read them. Wow. I swear just filled in the bubbles damn yeah like a good like the, the democratic machine at work exactly we'll give you a fine a fine thanksgiving turkey like you a just showed up exactly. you're gonna get added to a list of you know outside agitators and revolutionaries yeah. <laughs> not even fucking know yeah good luck one of them was called the clean air and uh, water act and i thought eh, sounds good to me yeah i say yes to that so we're getting clean air and both. clean water, guys. Oh. I only did it because Will uh, gave my mother a comfy civil service job. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin's working at Tammany. I um, I was thinking when I was, you know, doing yes and no on those. I thought, um, as a lawmaker, you really like what you name the law is is kind of key. You know, because people don't have no clue. They don't yeah. want to read. So they'll just be like, Clean Air and Water Act? Yeah, yes. why the hell not? You know? But if 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 a lawmaker who didn't want that pass got it called, you know, the, the Terror and Sadness Act? Yeah. That would be enough to sink the whole piece of legislation. Totally. So who gets to name them? And, you know, what are the sort of, you know, what are the contestations that happen there? <laughs> That's, That's an excellent subject. 90% of politics is marketing. That's my little aphorism mm. that I just made up. 
Did they have a vote for smoothing out the bike lanes? Was that one on the list? Are they bumpy? They're bumpy. Where? Some of them are bumpy on 3rd Street between um, Barclay Center and Life World. They're bumpy. The, I, I agree. I agree. I would have voted yes for smoothing them out. Smoothing them out. Yeah. I also don't like in New York, you have to separate when you're in the recycling, you have to separate the different plastics. And the, in, in Boston, it's single stream recycling. So you can we just dump it that. all in one thing. I was thing. under the impression that all recycling goes to landfill. That's anyway. right. That's what everyone so keeps it would be saying. nice you know if we could just put shit? it all in one yeah, box. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Since it's all going yeah. into the ocean anyway. Why do I have to waste my time separating it? Right. Yeah. If no one else is going to do it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the other sad thing about this election was that Scott Stringer was the only candidate talking about getting more public restrooms. And then because of accusations of... Some kind of harassment or something. He dropped out of the mm. mayoral race, and now we're not only are we not going to get the public bathrooms, but now people think that people who want more bathrooms are yeah, perverts. better perverts. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, well, if you, if you got your mind on bathrooms, yeah. you got your mind in the toilet. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um. that's that's probably reductive, and he probably did something, you know. Yeah, bad, bad. and we can separate the man from the important policy. It's true, but yeah. not in politics, because like you said, you know, once you like, now every time someone wants more public bathrooms, they'll be like. Mm, this guy's yeah, a pervert. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe not. I don't know. I'm making that up. Maybe that <laughs> won't happen. Maybe public bathrooms will be installed yeah. as that. And every truth is also its opposite counter truth. That's true yeah. in a sort of dialectical sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They should make, if they didn't give us public bathrooms, they should make those like little cake pops at the Starbucks free instead. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. They've had to start making more and more stuff free, free. at Starbucks. They've made the bathrooms are open, the Wi-Fi is free, and now they got to start giving away the That's cake right. pops. Cake <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or you just keep coming for their products. Honestly, their if you went to Starbucks and just got like a small black coffee, that should be free. <laughs> like no milk, no nothing. Especially that if should be no free. public bathrooms. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yes. Right? That should be free. Like if you're getting a cup. That's just you trying to get, get what you need. It's like yeah. water. It's honestly yeah. like water. Yeah. Doesn't even taste good. Yeah, With a little bit of coffee in it. Bro, I was at a, I was in a I was in a I was in a Starbucks the other day. Disgusting off, decor. Man. Disgusting go, go decor. Off. I truly have never seen something so garish, <laughs> so kitsch. In the worst, it like literally was making my stomach. Really? Turn. It was really? like you know that aesthetic wow. of like he's not sensitive. I I mean I'm sensitive to aesthetics. <laughs> or are you joking? I am sensitive. I'm quite sensitive. Yeah. It was it was making me infuriated. Mm. It was like ah oh, so many different textures. This wood paneling, this plastic fake wood, right? Not real wood. It's like siding. It's Whoa. white, and it had these. It was these striations on the wood. It's like fake. I was like, what the? F-? It was as if someone had grabbed a rake and raked it across the wood slats. I thought, what is this representing? Mm, you're it's giving a, me a, a chill. <laughs> and then like, like orange leaves. Cause now they're in the fall. They're in the fall decor thing. And just like orange leaves oh, and like every kind of texture, like metallic texture and like wouldn't, it was, I probably would have liked it. Yeah. You probably, probably would have liked it. Huh? I probably would have yeah. liked it. It was really just, it made me really angry. Hmm. And I was there with my parents. I was like, wow, your pet, that would make me mad. If my parents had to see something like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My mom. Oh, no but way. you're like a Karen, but for like aesthetic yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, on the wood, on the disgusting wood slats with the fake striations, a drawing 
but it, you know, a flat drawing of a sort of tree, just just plopped in the center, no integration with the texture, just a fucking ink drawing of a tree. It was so. What ugly. you're describing seems to me to be pretty incoherent. <laughs> like, what would you would you have a name? Like, were there go were they going for like a single thing? I don't know. It's just they have. It's like a kind of. It's it's like. You know the um, the somewhere along the line it begins as like a kind of home homey aesthetic, uh-huh. like the coffee shop, like a little kind of rustic, yeah. And then it grows like an ingrown toenail and just distorts through this like corpo kind of clean design thing that they mm. have into this like this horrible mishmash. Yeah. Anyways, we don't well, have to. This wow. is this is just my hobby. No, no that's, interesting. that's interesting. That's interesting. I I've got. Known about the one. Hey, buddy. You're not yeah. even talking too Come much. Here. You're okay, talking the right amount, and it's interesting. I, I, the Starbucks on No Strand, I've noticed, because I I went there when I first moved to New York, and it has gone through a number of different redos. But no, Starbucks used to be like Global Village Coffee Housey, you know, like like woodcuts and coffee oh, swirls, yeah, aroma yeah, yeah, swirls yeah, yeah. and stuff like this that. Is, this is an yeah, aesthetic yeah, term that yeah. Sam and I have adopted <laughs> yeah, from, uh, oh, from <coughs> Evan Co- Evans Collins. Evan is Collins, that? yes. And it's like, and it was like very like from the global south. They were like sourcing all mm. these sort of, it was sort of like, yeah, like. Um, and it was like Seattle rainforest. Right? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sarah, no. sit down. <laughs> sit down right now, Sarah. Step back and watch it cook I for read. a little bit. And Hang um, back, Sarah. <laughs> and then, then they went, I passed by it a couple years ago, and they were like, now it was like Paris vibes. It was like, no. they completely what? redone it, and it was like, it was like stencils of like Paris. people riding on little bikes. No. And like Disgusting. in coats and stuff like that. We're and on they, Fulton? Bro, you don't want to drive your. You don't want to ride your bike on Fulton. You're about to get flattened. Well, they were clearly, they were clearly like, they were clearly being supposed to be like. This is now like a Paris coffee house. Oh God. You know I mean? Yeah. And now it's not. They've they've shirked that. It's no longer Paris. No longer the global south. And now they're like, it's it's sort of like a mo- just moderny. Like a, it's a new sort of like minimal. Uh, moderny like corporate vibes where it's like everything is just kind of darkly lit and I don't even know what they have on the walls I'd have to recheck but they've they're they've gone away from like specific specific like geographic area uh, kind of thing and it's interesting because Starbucks I think they redo their their uh, interiors like really often really yeah yeah well Mm. it's getting uglier with each iteration they're making it worse yeah. Yeah. I was at the Moynihan train hall recently. Have you guys been oh to this? Oh my God. Yes. I'm glad we're talking about this. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> is it? I have this? a lot to say about it's this. It's at Penn Station. They've been working on this and they just unveiled the new Moynihan train hall. Yes. And there's like a, it's a, I don't even know how you describe what the ceiling looks like. It's like an intricate lacing of med- metals and they have like light cast through it. So it's like pink or sometimes it's green. Right. Um, and I was there the other day. I, I just so I understand, it's at Penn oh, Station. Let me show you a picture. And no, no, but it's like I it's a place it on the screen. It's like a lobby where you wait for trains. It's it's like the size of, it's a big big lobby. It's like if a bunch of people who designed a, like a corporate lounge were like at, 
taken and asked to make Grand Central Station. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Because what you were describing, you know, the, pa- the metal patterns, I thought that sounds kind of nice. No. So it looks like an airport. It looks like an ugly l- airport. Big airport vibe, big clock. In the and middle. then they got the clock to look kind of like Grand the, Central Station. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to make a modern Grand Central Station. Wait, maybe I can just pull it up. But oh, yeah, just I, search Moynihan Drain Hall. Let's see if I can, though, because I didn't. Uh, keep going. Yeah, and I'll keep going. And I like that Pedro brought up Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts because that's what we're going to get to that point. So I got to the Moynihan train hall <laughs> and I was looking for out. Dunkin' Donuts so that I could get a donut and uh, I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was really confused because I was like, no way they would redo the train hall and lose this critical part of the hall. And I went upstairs and I went like around the halls and they're still redoing it. They're turning it into like a massive shopping complex with like fancy... Um, stores and stuff that sell clothing and specialty cowboy clothes, you know, <laughs> jeans, That's right. jewelry. Just what you need for New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All this crazy ass shit. And I finally asked um a security guard where the Duncan was and he like laughed and he was like, There's no Duncan here anymore. Like, oh uh, all we have now is Blue Bottle. Ugh. So they have just this restaurant called Blue Bottle. And I went there and I got a donut and they sold me the donut in a little plastic sealed plastic bag. It was yeah. Unbelievable. And then I took that and then I sat down on the floor and oh, then the, this is where you're now you're getting to where now I Now I'm go. getting to the point. I yeah. sat down on the floor, totally cool, normal train station behavior, and immediately I was told sitting is not allowed in the Moynihan train hall and I needed to move into the little penitentiary Amtrak yes. customer zone. What the hell? You can't sit here. You you're not allowed to sit, sit on, the, on floor. the floor. And there's policemen everywhere. And there's policemen everywhere. And there's no benches. They've designed it so there are no it's benches true. I'm for seeing homeless now, people. Nary, totally yes. nary a bench in sight. Yes. You it, have to be an you have to have an Amtrak ticket so you can go into the, their sealed off waiting area where they have a security guard at the door of that. It's unbelievable that they wouldn't let people sit down. And this is named after Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Saturday Night Live <laughs> luminary Bobby Moynihan. Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the Oculus? I think that shit's kind of dope. What does that mean? That's the ceiling. No, the Oculus is the is where the nine eleven. You know something nine eleven. You know maybe where the World Trade Center used to be. It's the it's the train isn't station. That what, isn't the Google what the, hell? the VR thing called the Oculus? Yeah, we're talking about the. VR. No, no, no. You're Oculus. talking about the big honeycomb thing down by where the megabus comes. Oculus train <laughs> station. It's where you get the. It's where I would tr- take the train. It's. Oh come on! It's where you take the train to um, to New Jersey. Because I was going to New Jersey a lot. Yeah, that's right. You never seen this? No, that looks cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. I guess the point that I wanted to make was just, it pisses me off that they would spend, you know, $10 million redoing the train hall and they would take out the fucking Dunkin' Donuts, which the people want to eat It's the people's coffee. Yeah. It's the people's coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Who sanctioned that? I don't know. And then there's also a store that sells um, intricate origami artwork. That's so, yeah. Did the policeman... Was he like, damn, the, was he like, the Dunkin' Donuts is gone? Could you sense a bit of morose, like, sadness? He, like, laughed in a kind of, like, nostalgic, kind of like, oh, yeah, you're not going to find that. You're not going to find something so like that. Oh, these, are not the, these, are not, these are not the old days of Penn yes, Station. Like, exactly. And he's like, and you know, ironically, I miss it as... As, as part in, of the new. Yeah, there's yeah. still a bit of the old is contained. Yeah. Bit of, he's like, I, the, in spite of the fact that it was so chaotic and often, you know, like, whatever, you know, I miss the warmth of mm-hmm. a little I, bit of chaos. The old Penn Station was 
awesome. It was like going down into a basement that was filled, <laughs> filled, yes. filled with yes. everybody in New York yes. trying to leave. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. It, it was like a basement show. It smelled like piss. There was mm-hmm. 700 people <laughs> in the room that was made yeah. for about 12. And everyone's trying to get on a train. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And now it's full of giant LED screens that have that like flat art playing across it, circling the oh, whole the, interior. What do they call it? They call it corporate Memphis. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. corporate Memphis. Um, people, you got Paris bike riding, yeah. fall leaves falling. It's, it's really crazy. And this doesn't even look real to me. This exists. Yeah. Well, so I, I took the Oculus off, but uh, basically it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to evoke like, um, let's see if I can get it up on the big screen. It's supposed to evoke like uh, fuck. Is this fucking up? Alex says that that it's this place is sick and that he used to walk through it every day. This is in New York. Yeah, it's like where the World Trade Center. Oh, oh I've definitely God. seen that above ground formation. Wow, and that's what it looks like inside. That is. It's supposed to look like the ribs of a whale or something, maybe. Wow. Uh, maybe I'm making that up, but it is kind of what it looks like. It's pretty. I think it's cool. It's supposed to look like baby back ribs. That's right. <laughs> I get hungry Barbecue when I'm there. You know my mind's watering. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, you know, it's just a fucking... Dude, they should do ice skating in there. That's what it looks fucking like. fucking mall, but... Yeah. They should do ice skating inside the Oculus. I yeah. think it would be kind of hard because yeah. it's not really built for that. It's, but. it's interesting because um, Grand Central Station, like when it was built, everyone was like... This is a masterpiece in like light. It was like supposed to be like a cathedral. Mm. And now with all the successive train stations that they're building, you, they're really trying to evoke Grand Central with like the glass ceilings and and the and the natural light. They they're saying this is our brand in New York. Glass ceilings, natural light. Grand, grand is is big, yeah, naturally lit stations. I wonder why the whale is what they chose. Because now I'm looking. I don't know if you could, if you get a scene. It looks but like a whale tail. It looks like a whale going into the ground. Yeah. Outside, and so yeah. I think why whale? Who thought? Okay, Twin Towers, Ground Zero, 9/11 Memorial, a whale. Yeah, it's so imaginative. I read this book I read this book once that was about like um, design and urban planning and stuff and the guy said he was like New York in the 19th century like New York is made to be entered from the water or from the train station and Mm. he was like that's how the city announces Mm. itself and that's how it was designed like most people who entered New York City came on a boat and mm. the experience was you turn a corner in the Long Island Sound and the first thing you see is the Statue of Liberty. And, and then you keep mm. going. Everyone close your eyes. The yeah. corner more. And then you see the tallest buildings in New York City, <gasps> which are at How the base. How tall? Five million, five million <laughs> feet. No, as tall, taller than anything you'd seen in the old country you'd come from. Wow. And they're... They're the closest to the water because it's downtown. And so it looks like they're rising not from land, but from the water itself. And he was like, this is how New York City announces itself. Mm. And he was like, and then when people started arriving on train to New York City, they built Penn's uh, Grand Central Station. Mm. And he's like, that is like a cathedral. You walk in, you're like on a little train, you go into darkness, then you step out and you're inside one of the most beautiful public buildings in America at the time. And then he was like, but in the 
30s and 40s and 50s when they added all the parkways that changed and he's like now i remember the sentence so well he's like now most people enter the city like a rat Mm. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And yeah. Penn Station is the rat. Is the rat entrance? It Lincoln was supposed to be like the, the, yeah, the like the different <laughs> tunnels and parkways yeah. and stuff that you have to sneak through and get to to go yeah. wherever you're going. They should they should make them like a roller coaster. <laughs> like yeah. filled with lights and crazy shit. And you like, enter New York City like you're on the Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a huge dragon like yeah. pokes its head and you go ah, and it's like a robotic dope. dragon. Welcome mm. to New York. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Universal Studios. It's a Minions, Minions entrance. <laughs> to <laughs> the New York City Minions entrance. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a VR experience that looks like you're in Jurassic Park. Yeah, and the rock Dwayne Johnson like jumps out at you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> you have the briefcase. Well, let's see. So uh, this is what's... Tr- Kristen Stewart is engaged. Congratulations. 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 Nation member. Yeah. Kristen Stewart on your engagement. Uh, the Spencer actress said yes. Wait, we're marrying. S- it's s- happening. The Spencer actress, the Twilight actress. No, this one. Oh, what is the Spent? What is Spencer? <laughs> Why would you who name knows? a movie I haven't heard of when talking yeah. about a person who's been in, mm. in one movie that she's famous for? That's Mandela Effect. I know that yeah. is Mandela Effect. Kristen Stewart of Twilight fame. Okay, okay. Well, now we're now we're talking. Has said yes to her girlfriend Dylan Meyer's proposal of marriage. Oh, that's nice. Is Kristen, Kristen's gay? I guess I know. Yeah. She's gay. That's been known. And then another thing, let's see. NASA has successfully grown and harvested green peppers on the ISS. Wow. Okay. Okay. That, that gives me some hope. <laughs> <laughs> People on the International Space Station are about to be feasting. (laughs) (laughs) That rules. Spicy peppers. Space peppers. Um, It's funny that you went to check the news when we needed a new topic, and I thought was I was going to just be like, do either of you have any, have you been feeling any strong feelings? Ah, sure. Let's talk about our strong feelings. Yeah. Hmm, Let me think for one second. Okay. Yeah, you think for one second. I'll say mine. This is annoying, but I'm going to use the platform to talk about, you know, whatever I want. Yeah, it Um, can be annoying. I have just been so busy all the time that my thoughts in my brain feel like sand. And like when people ask me how I am, I didn't like, I don't, I don't even know. I just, like, I'm in that, you know, when you, you get so busy that like, you don't even feel that tired anymore. Cause you're just like, just gotta keep going. Just gotta keep going. Like when I got the text yesterday that we were gonna do this this morning, I was like, seriously but then i was like no actually what do you mean seriously like not six like days was, ago you said i'm so no, excited no, to do the i know but I, to me to myself personally i because like i i was at the life world for seven hours to do the twitch stream with that guy wait what was that <laughs> can you tell me about that and can, i mean oh, wait, that's you, actually an interesting subject did you yeah. like it or i guess you couldn't say if you didn't uh, or did. i could talk about that experience we had our first um Twitch stream event at LifeWorld, and um, it was Lyle the Therapy Gecko. If you know him, he has like 160,000 followers on Instagram. I, I hadn't been familiar, um, but I, we checked out his stuff, and we wanted him to do the show, and uh, he sold out the whole space wow. like instantly. We didn't even promote it. We didn't wow. even announce it. So it was funny because it was our first event that was like none of our friends were in the audience. It felt like we were just doing like a private event for a 
this guy's fans. What is Lyle the therapy gecko? <laughs> Lyle the therapy gecko. He's 24. His name is Lyle. And he gets on, he's a big Twitch streamer and he's big on TikTok. And he just dresses up like a, a gecko and he paints his face green. And people call in. The number's just like on the screen on Twitch. And they call in and they just ask for advice or talk about their feelings. And like, it's funny, but it's pretty sincere. And like it's not like a comedy thing necessarily. Like sounds they're not like, going jokes like per space. minute. It's like our yeah, he's in our <laughs> space. <laughs> he's our direct competitor. Um, so we put on this event. Pedro says he loves him and that he's so good. He, he's and he is really nice. He's awesome in real life. He got there four hours early so we can make sure that the tech worked. We got it working in thirty minutes and then we just like sat in silence, yeah. <laughs> nice. listen to jazz. Did he give you therapy? Um, <laughs> You're like I'm dealing with, it. and he's like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, and it was funny because again, I like we didn't. No one I knew was coming to the show, and I don't. I wasn't familiar with who his fan base is, so it's kind of like, all right, let's just like see who these people are. And the entire time I was watching it, I was trying to like categorize or like figure out the anthropological implications of like who is in this fan base. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a lot of people in their mid thirties. Um, people, really? yes, watching this twenty-four-year-old gecko give them therapy. Yes. Okay. Lyle is awesome. Uh, people in their mid thirties, people who like doing acid, people who are really kind, um, was another thing. Everyone was extremely nice. Like I was doing the refreshments and like everyone would really come up and be like, how are you doing? How's your day? Like, what's going on? Like, let's get into it. You know, Lyle style. Wow. Um, wow. This does not sound like my people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and people were really into therapy. Like everyone there seemed to have an experience of like seeing a therapist or is interested in therapy, um, which is pretty on the nose. And the way it worked was just like, was lo- anyone interested in geckos? <laughs> 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 it was funny. And then also someone was like, someone who got on stage was like, everyone here is a weeb. What does that mean? That means a that person who likes anime A person that likes anime. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, So I was like, that's also something. So there's a lot of disparate elements that I was trying to typify. Like, so what are we doing here? Um, And so Lyle gets on stage and he decides to just have people from the audience come up. And so just one by one, people raise their hands that they want to come on stage, which you'd never fucking see at a comedy show because like people don't want to. Because you get harassed. Because you get harassed. Yes. But this was like people in the back, like me, me, me. Um, And they all took turns coming up and then they just kind of get to talk to Lyle about whatever they want. And then usually he has some certain questions he asks people a lot, which is like, what's next for you like what are your hopes and dreams like that kind of thing and lyle's very funny but he's not even necessarily like trying to make jokes he just like engages with people and it it feels like very twitch like i think because it's kind of durational like it just goes for a long time and like eventually someone will come up like one person come up towards the end who they just had such a funny interesting conversation that i could imagine if i was like doing something and listening to this on twitch you'd be like okay okay normal normal and then suddenly you'd be like oh wait that was really what was it about um it was just this guy who was being really candid about like how he thinks the meaning of life is love, but that uh, he just can't find anybody to date. And uh, it was just, there's something really sweet about it. And just the way they were talking was very funny. Yeah. Wow. And and then afterwards, last thing, uh, why the event took seven hours after the show, everybody got up, got in line and then like waited their turn to like give Lyle a hug and take a picture and talk to him some more. Oh God. (laughs) Wait, the event was no cap seven hours. No, well, I got there at 5 p.m. and then I didn't leave till after midnight. But when did people arrive? People arrived at like 8:30. So okay, so for it them, wasn't the crazy. event it was like four, so three and a half hours. Is still yeah, long still for long, a show. still long. Yeah, wow. and and people really hung around. Which and was it sweet. didn't feel like people were exhausted or anything. Mm-mm. 
Wow, no. that's insane. That's Cause Twitch. Yeah. Comedy, because comedy shows, Comedy's exhausting. people thirty people minutes in are like, I want to get, I want to yeah, leave. Totally. <laughs> Wait, um, what um, what do you call it? Had he done a live in person show before? Yes, but he usually um, I this I think he said that he sometimes just like will rent a venue to do stuff at. Because I imagine if you're a Twitch streamer, you're like not in the like art producing scene of live events, so you don't have the like connects to be like. How do he find you? Uh, he's a Kabe fan. Interesting. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense that he'd be a Kabe fan. Yeah. So we we had a great time with them. Lyle, if you ever hear this, you come back anytime. Yeah. Did you think there was was it was. Uh, <sighs> Was any? I guess I guess my question is like, is anything was anything weird about it, or like I guess what I'm trying to say is like, was there like an art spin, or did it feel just sort of like? What I thought was kind of weird about it was like how um, sort of therapeutic it seemed, or almost like this isn't really the right word, but it was almost like a little boring core where you're like nothing is nothing crazy is happening. We're so used to media now being like really fast cuts, crazy stuff happening. It's super loud. It's multimedia. And this was just like literally just a guy sitting in a chair and someone comes and sits next to him and like talks about just like their job and how they, they feel like quitting, but they don't really know what to do. And Mm. yeah. And would, and would he give them answers or would he sort of ask questions? He just asks Rye little questions. And do you think that they arrived? What do you want to do next, you cheeky little <laughs> fucker? Yeah. Did they arrive? Did they arrive at conclusions from his questions? Was no. there was there sort of a resolution? It seems it- like people really like sharing their self narrative at a moment in time, and just being like, "And here's what I thought, and then here's what I realized." And so now I think this. Yeah. And it sounds like, like he gave people kind of a, an avenue to essentially perform. Yes. That's Very what it's low like. stakes, like mm-hmm. open mic mm-hmm. where you don't have to get laughs or anything. And you have a partner there that's going to make you look totally. Good. And everyone in the audience is super supportive. The people in the chat are going like, because I was also watching the chat. There's a thou- 40 people in the room. A thousand people are watching. Wow. The live why, don't, why can't we get that? On yeah. Our <laughs> and people in the chat, every time someone would go up, they'd be like, beautiful hair. Oh, you're so wonderful. Everyone in the uh, live uh, event is so hot this rules there's a guy who got up with a deep voice and everyone in the chat was like daddy daddy i love you <laughs> and, <laughs> um and yeah it was just really sweet but you're right it was like people were getting to perform like storytelling slash quasi comedy but like just sort of self-performance right because you don't need any material you have the material of your life yes and you have someone who's going to help you bring it out in the most interesting way possible. Yes. The material is your life yeah yeah and, and this you guy's got your back time yeah and you cannot hide in time <laughs> yeah Meanwhile, when we run out of material, you know, I, I go into Twitter and I find out that NASA has successfully grown and harvested green peppers on the International Space mm-hmm. Station. Sam. <laughs> Sarah, did it? Did the experience give you any ideas about Raisin Man and, and what how we could get to millions of acid well, acid trippy thirty year olds? Yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> say this: that um, Alex said this in the chat that we should clip um, Felipe talking about Starbucks for YouTube as Felipe destroys. Starbucks decor. Yeah. yeah. That, that, there we'd get some. Raisin Man host Felipe Depoy. Yeah. There's, there's some untread ground. Someone trolling Starbucks, hating their aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something, something no one has done before. Yeah. No, what did it, it was funny. Lyle was talking to people because a lot of people in the audience wanted to become Twitch streamers or started doing it. And he was just like, any, he said, I think any idiot can do this. Just do it. And I was like, huh, okay. You just got to like commit. I, I don't no. know. Like, do you know how much you that's have to, not true either. Do you know how much you have to stream in order to be like a Twitch streamer? Yeah. A lot. It's insane. Not any idiot. You have to like have a lot of patience. It's true. And even though what he's doing seems very simple, there's something very special about it. So, and I got a free little pin 
I have a little resin pin now that I can wear around. Of Lyle. Of Lyle. 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 Yeah. The therapy guy. Lil Yachty was on his um, show recently. Bro, I wish Lil Yachty had been we in gotta life get, for him. We got a little... I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I wish he brought a special guest. Special guest Lil Yachty at Life World. That would have been something. That would have been something, mm-hmm. for sure. We gotta get him on Reason, man. I would have left our... Not anyone can... Just to be clear to the listeners, not anyone can do what we're doing right no. now, okay? Certainly not. And it may seem simple, but it's not. Actually quite yeah. difficult. And actually, we do it really well. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe, I woke up 10 minutes before we were supposed to start streaming. And Felipe was not not happy with me, naturally. You needed his company in the morning? like. Well, last week, I knocked on his door and I was like, I don't I want gave, you to fall yes. asleep. And Sam was like, Felipe came in and he said, I don't want to fall asleep. He was making fun of me for yeah. being so like high strong or something. But the truth is, I mean, this isn't is me being salty or just being objective. You have overslept in the past like for, for, for morning simple time meetings yeah, like you, you you do sometimes oversleep it is something you do done yeah um, i don't know if it's, it's okay. you don't say your alarm or you sleep through it but like it's happened before so uh, it's well, not yeah. so unreasonable that not <laughs> think you don't one hit kill you oversleep yeah. you're, dead. <laughs> you're dead you can't talk for five minutes uh, <laughs> i'm looking for sarah to lift me up off the ground she t- has another gun she's <laughs> emptying the clip into my head <laughs> uh damn well I woke up from my alarm, but I just forgot Razor Man was happening. So I just went, stop. And then I s- kept sleeping. Look, whatever the reason mm. is, <laughs> you know, I call that oversleeping. <laughs> you slept over the amount of time. Well, Felipe, what I want for you to do is to wake me up earlier and say, and say, remember, Sam, Razor Man's happening in a little bit. Now go back to sleep. And right. Do you I'll- really want me to do no, that? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I was- I'm joking. No. Yeah. Well, I I woke up. I, I got pretty, you know, I woke up. I got out of bed pretty late. Usually I want an hour to set things up. I got up with like 30 minutes, you know, to go. So I did it pretty quick. I set all this up pretty quick. But yeah. But then neither of you guys were here at, at 8.50. Podcast That's was, right. So let me take you to the moment. Podcast is about to start in 10 minutes. Nobody <laughs> is ta- around. The talent isn't here. Nobody is around. <laughs> and there are... Easily fifty cables crisscrossing the room, <laughs> yeah. like well, we're a spider web. Yeah. We're pro- we're killers. And we can just walk in totally. And also, you keep starting the podcast late, so I'm not gonna get here, you know, until the podcast. Where you start. <laughs> well, I started late because you're like, we need more viewers. I was like, do it with one viewer. <laughs> we do it with one viewer. Thanks everybody in the chat. Yeah, if you're in the Laura's chat, in the chat. What uh, what's going on? Are you getting up for uh, work? Are you having your breakfast? Are you on the four hundred five? You on the four hundred five? Are you are you on a huge oil tanker, <laughs> listening through a ham radio, mm. bundled up, going through the Arctic yeah. Sea, searching for oil? Or you're gathered around with your family on the planes yeah. around your little radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like part of the FARC in uh, in Honduras. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Making your coffee, getting yeah. ready for a... In the yeah. middle of the jungle, yeah. listening <laughs> to the radio. Are you, are you in the steppe, in the Mongolian steppe? Mm. Uh, you know, I don't know, cooking something. Walking dogs, Walking dogs. cold as fuck. Fark, Fark's Fark is Colombian, Colombian bitch. Fark. Sam's really striking out today. Yeah. And being oh really God. funny and cool. Yeah, you oh die. Yeah. Oh, Sam's got to be quiet again for five minutes. Michelle's working out. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good on you for the morning workout. Good on you, morning workout. Uh, Get it done. Walking dogs, says uh, uh, Alex. Walking dogs dogs. shitting right now, backlit by sunrise. That's so beautiful. Alex, That's, Alex lives a beautiful Vermont yeah. lifestyle. It's true. 
and he gets he gets the both best of both worlds because he's he's got the beautiful Vermont lifestyle. Then he can drive down to have the the sort of cosmopolitan mm -hmm. cultural lifestyle. Be relevant, in New York City. yeah. And if you live outside New York, you can't be. And boy, is he! He just got the Eternal Family. He just got his whole catalog. His uploaded whole into catalog Eternal wow. is in Eternal Family. He is in the family. We back this guy a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Day. Do you guys have the Eternal Family Lifetime membership yet? No. I'm in. I'm I in for it. life. I got it. How much is it? I got it for free for making that. Oh, well, inc interview. incidentally, I, so Sarah made an, Sarah and Ian made an interview of the filmmaker Cecilia Condit. Yep. I watched it. I loved it. Wow. It thank so you. It was so funny thank and you. interesting. And, and you were like the best version of yourself. Aww. Like Raisin Man Sarah, like with all your curiosity and what. Wow. In front of Cecilia praise. Cecilia Condit, very her raisin bizarre. Man. She was her Raisin Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well. <laughs> totally. Can we get Cecilia Condit on Raisin Man? Dude, that would be cool. Well, Does you she know live what's in New funny? York? Yes, she just moved to New York like a month and a half ago. She's lived in wow. um, Milwaukee. I yeah she's cool as fuck what's funny is i got coffee with her um before we did the interview and she was talking about she wants to um show her new work in some gallery but it's there's complications related to like you have to be able to sell the work in the gallery in order to substantiate having the show and if you make videos and you put them on your website like there's all this complicated stuff and i was like okay well what you just show it like you can show it at life world let's do it at life world and she was like uh yeah okay i'll think about that <laughs> what's her, well what's her problem doesn't so she doesn't i think she, she wants, wants to be more to be, prestigious or like she knows Chelsea. people that live in manhattan yeah. and wants it to be not i don't think she's she's definitely not a scenester um and doesn't really care about like the prestige or something but i think that's just like of her world and she wants the work to be shown at this gallery that she likes but um i bet we can still show her work you guys should it's do really, a retrospective because really i'd like to show up and watch all her movies like at yeah, once yeah yeah yeah. I mean, could you, even though she's got her No, own we totally could. And we could, she's not allowed to be out and she was supposed to be on the Fleshworks show. Can you imagine? I know, I remember. I thought, in fact, is she going to be in the audience because you told me that she was wanted to do something with it. Yeah, she was supposed to like wear a mask and interact with Simple Town in front of like a literal indoor skateboard park full of like 150 Bushwick 23-year-olds. Yeah. This lady is 70 big years pants. old. Yeah, big, biggest pants you ever biggest seen. Biggest pants you ever saw. Yeah, tattoos yeah. everywhere. Um, she's going to be there and do a show, but then uh, she has like a six-month-old grandson, and so she wasn't allowed to be out in that kind of crowded environment because of covid because of covid yeah. yeah both her and the grandson would be in yeah. trouble she was gonna bring the grandson put him in a little mask yeah. oh that would have been <laughs> awesome yeah i love that mask she has yeah. i was looking for one like it online and With it's the not big easy open mouth. yeah i'm I'm just trying to imagine with with the technical complications of that show as well to also imagine as a live performer having to build a section around interacting with Cecilia. <laughs> no, I know. Well, Ian told me. In fact, Funny. he was like, "You should talk to the group." And then eventually, I was like, "No, this is too This is too complicated. Yeah. Like we're all doing a big 3D baby." Yeah. yeah, we got well, we we're committing. We're doing all our chips on the big 3D baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not everyone. Not everyone. You know, it's like yeah. okay, uh, Laser Days wanted a taste of us. Now Cecilia Condon. Yeah, we got to commit to one. Not everyone can get a taste. You can either have an elder legend or you can have a 3D VR baby. <laughs> you can't. Right. We would can't just. It'd be funny if she was the 3D baby. Yeah, <laughs> she's the voice of 3D baby. It's <laughs> like no one knows who she is because yeah. she's standing behind the desk. I yeah. loved it in the interview when she stands up and she goes what does she say she says uh you can try to kill oh me yeah but boogeymen never die Boogie yeah, you, thought, you think you killed me but boogeymen never die but she also sort of slurs it she's like yeah. but boogeymen never die yeah she says it like that it's scary you know it's funny we were like 
standing there. She put the mask on. She got dressed up. And Ian was like, can you say something scary? And she was like, like what? And he was like, you know, just anything scary. And she was like, oh, I got it. And then <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, snap, just did that. She hustled him. She's yeah. like, I don't know what's scary. What uh, scary? Psych. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> psych. And then she does a dunk. Yeah. 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 Psych. <laughs> she was so cool. And also she, she came down and filmed that at Life World. And she got there early. And instead of like coming in or telling us she was there, she just like sat in the industrial alleyway, like on the ground, like cross-legged, just waiting. Wow. That's fucking, that she's cool. through the gate. I don't know what gate she went through. <laughs> <laughs> the video making gate. Um, video content producing you, gate. You struck such a balance in your interview, a nice balance of like questions, like deep, deep questions about her life and about our making, but then also like little simple questions that everyone wants to know about like yeah. how did you get that mask or how did you <laughs> film in the in the, um, in, the mall. in the mall isn't that yeah. crazy 15 minutes at a time yeah so you what the, the mall only gave her 15 well we don't want to give away all the juicy yeah, yeah, bits you from watch the, interview. the interview you gotta watch the interview get on internal family is just five dollars yeah, or you, you can, can watch it on youtube yeah. oh for real mm-hmm. damn how are they how are they gonna make no, money no they're shade, giving lifetime memberships to the people like me and graham and colin like those are people the people who are gonna pay mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean no shade but like it's I like would, if you're yeah. giving giving away your shit for free i gotta get a lifetime membership yeah and then you could pass that down to your son or yes. yeah or daughter or daughter <laughs> yeah. or yeah. baby or, or baby yeah and it only appreciates in time that's right. It's an investment that's that grows. Right. I'm right into my will, and my children are gonna fight over who gets yeah. it, like a house. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is a side, real side thing. Damn, we're finally getting into. It. We got 15 minutes. You want to keep? Oh, we got. Oh. No, just go, just go. I killed your energy. Do you remember bit. how you were talking about the hamster that was trading crypto? Mm-hmm. So you know the whole thing he was died. Now. Wait, no. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the hamster was trading crypto. It was like uh, outperforming the S and P five hundred, and everyone was like, "Okay." And the hamster was trading crypto through these like little uh, buttons that were like in his cage or whatever when he ran on the fucking wheel and mm-hmm. sold or whatever. And we we thought, oh, wow, that's so funny. The hamster knows something about what crypto to trade, blah, blah, blah. Caroline's dad explained it to us. That's not what I thought. Well, that's what I thought. I thought this hamster knows something. Apparently, it's just because crypto was How? out. Of course he didn't know anything. Huh? Of course. Well, you know, I thought. No, oh, no. I knew he, I, I I see, didn't, I I knew see, he I didn't literally know anything, but I thought, oh, isn't it funny? This the through through coincidence, this yes, hamster has made yes, all the yes, right yes, decisions. Yes, yes, yes. But, but in fact, it's only because crypto was outperforming the S and P five hundred. So almost yes. any trade you made would have outperformed the S and P five hundred. I see. I see. So and really, that should be crystal clear to everyone in the chat now. <laughs> yeah. So myth dispelled. If yeah. you're still wondering about that, take that to your office and tell your coworkers <sighs> that that's the facts. Yeah, that's the vax. I like calling it the facts, but that's the vax. The vax. Um, Pedro wants to know how did the 3D baby go? Perfectly went off without a fucking hitch. Yeah, it zoomed in on it, it pulled back, zoomed in, it pulled then back. Felipe was controlling that. He yeah, Felipe. Yeah, we did a, a. I mean, we talked about it on the last episode. Oh. Maybe. I mean, not. Yeah, you gotta be here, Sarah. Yep. You gotta be. Yeah. But so do you, Pedro. You yeah, listen you to the pre-records. No, that was a crazy event. That was really something. And it was, I said this on the last one. And Sarah was drunk. drunk. (laughs) Sarah was trolling us in the audience. Yeah. Did I really? You remember when Will was was like, put the baby in the plastic bag and then like turned it upside down. I was like, the baby isn't there. And Sarah was like, no. (laughs) No, it's there. It's there. (laughs) You remember saying that? No. Wow. No. I remember Sam saying my name from the stage and then I shut up. (laughs) 
fast. <laughs> I was like, okay. I did not see this go down. <laughs> yeah, put you yeah in place. dude, I was on one. <laughs> I was on one. I'd been stressed out. And I knew before that night started, I was kind of like, I wonder if I'm going to get too drunk tonight and then live to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? I feel like and I have I a number of drinks and I'm like, this is my number of drinks. Um, yes. It happened to me because I pre-gamed and I went to a bar I hadn't been to and I bought these really weird cucumber flavored, no, they were celery flavored drinks and I just didn't really realize how drunk I was. Yeah. So. Happens. I'll, I won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, then we did a performance where there was a 3D baby that I controlled through some sort of facial motion capture device and Simple Town performed with the 3D baby. The premise was that uh, Caroline was pregnant with a devil baby, and then the baby was projected on screen through what was supposed to be a s- ultrasound, and then I performed as the 3D baby with a microphone and everything. I think it went pretty well. It's funny. We talked about it on, I think, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, some, some so. transitions could have used some tightened, some tightening, but there were great moments, and I think overall it was a great experiment. Yeah. And it looked like I was, I, I'm repeating myself again, but it's a funny anecdote but it seemed like because i was i i was like a ho the role i had taken on as like a host of the show that i had made this whole show yeah so people kept coming up to me and like Great. congratulating me for like wow. the show as a whole and for 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 every video <laughs> wow i can't believe you made every video yeah. in the screening yeah um, meanwhile, I mean, my role was minute. minute. Uh, well, but I'll say this, Coulter, if you're listening to this, Coulter's video that you're in, really funny. Really funny. I really like that video. Yeah. I don't know if that's out yet anywhere, but it's really funny. And Sam is in it and he's funny and it's just, I don't, yeah, it really delighted me. It's super it, short and good. He did such a good job with editing it. I'll, I'll, I would say this, I'm okay saying this because I would say this to him directly, but when I was in the video shooting it, I was like, what is this? You know? <laughs> like, like, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't see the big vision. But then when he, sh- when we saw it at the thing, it was like, there was music and like these parts that was slow-mo and it was just really, really funny. Like all these yeah. punchlines like just mm. pulled. Did you know the that mask the is funny? Did you know that at the end the character goes to a, a Slipknot concert? I he had told me that, <laughs> but I had completely forgotten. It was it was a good so ending. Funny. Really a funny. Ending. Yeah. So well, you know, that's why you gotta you gotta take the chance and be in things that you don't know how good they'll be. That's right. That's right. Well, I I, I thought Coulter's kind of part of this sort of Bushwick art boy thing. He went to art school. He probably knows a thing or two about he, movie oh, making. No, so he I'm, knows. I'm yeah. gonna say yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Man. there you go. That's all you need to know about that. I miss it. Fleshworks was a good time. Probably the most fun I'll ever have in my life. Totally, <laughs> totally. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm gonna quit drinking now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know, every once in a while. Once in a while, you have kind of a uncork, uncork night. Yeah. Um, what else? I what want Pedro else? to move here. Pedro, yeah, Pedro we need you here. here. And Lena. That's right. Pedro and Lena, why aren't you guys here? Why aren't you in LA? Lena's my friend in the DMs. So you got to get that into real life. I truly don't understand why they're there and not. Why are you guys there? There's nothing out there. there it's really an illusion. Is. It's all over here. It's a, it's a Cadillac desert. Yeah. That's what LA is. IDKTBH. I know. I know you DKTBH. That's why yeah. I'm telling you you got to move here. That's why he's telling you. Anybody else got something of any importance? Have you watched anything? Have you read anything? 
Well, you know I'm always watching things. Yeah. We did the screening of Dad's Stepdad last night. Oh, I'll say this. Um, we did a test screening of the movie that I produced and assistant directed this summer that is Tynan and Colin and Anthony's. And uh, I always think it's funny, the process of like taking in feedback. I think it's really treacherous. I don't really know. Lena was really funny about it. So Lena was at it uh, yeah. and she was like, she's like, the movie ends and then they pa- you guys passed out papers. Questionnaires. And she said, she said I, the first thing I thought was, I'm not going to, I need time. I'm not going to write. She's like, I look over, Sarah's just scribbling away. She's like, I felt like I was taking the SATs. <laughs> yes. Sarah Winnig, seventh grade teacher was there fucking yeah, acing the quiz. Instantly had she got hundred percent. She got all the answers right. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's funny. People that, were being, you don't, if yeah. you want, if you're asking for feedback at your screening, you don't want people to, to start writing too quickly. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, if people start writing too many ideas. That's a bad yeah. You should do a find scene their number two where pencils, they go mini you know. golfing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you see someone, then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> there's something, something's got to change with your movie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so what were you about to say? Um, I just like think it's, it's funny. Well, I'll say it relates to my job too, where like I'm part of a creative team where for every video we make, like seven people give their input. Mm. And I, I oh, haven't I, read the I know studies. That. I know that process. It's like, does that really lead? Is that right? Because it, I, at a certain point, I mean, I think this is commonly understood that like people need to justify the fact that they are part of the team and have a job. Totally. So everyone's trying to get an ITS, uh, which stands for in the show. Like, we used to say this in college when I was in college stand-up comedy club. If you like suggested a, a change to someone's joke and they actually did it in a show, then that you got an ITS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so at work, I feel like I'm always trying to get an ITS in these videos. And... Uh, that's not necessarily or obviously is not the best way to creatively make something um so then when you just like take in you know questionnaires and feedback and advice i just wonder like the creation of a really interesting cool thing feels kind of like random and non-formulaic and unknowable so it's kind of like you're you're just as well off just going with whatever you think versus like asking a hundred people and amalgamating their feedback honestly sometimes there's a magic about an artwork where um where it sort of like challenges you. I, I, maybe that's a cliche way to say it, but where it does a thing that you don't like or wouldn't do or don't understand. Like mm. you don't want to iron out something so that everyone's reaction is like perfectly uh, yeah. consonant yeah. with the work. Sometimes you're at a thing and you're like, wow, I would have never done that. You know, you're watching a movie. I would have never done that. I hate that. And then it help, it makes you contend with difference, mm. with some gap that you have to fill. And it can be an interesting experience sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's like, this is too long, too boring, whatever. But sometimes it can be kind of rewarding to like confront something yeah. that is counter to your taste. You experience that a lot, Sam, right? Where you like don't understand the thing that you saw and you're like this. absolutely yeah. <laughs> everything everything is is against my countenance <laughs> yeah i do not understand <laughs> and sam's like afraid of cartoons and stuff yeah so, yeah and i go is there some sort of form for feedback <laughs> spongebob is too scary yeah make it less uh, scary no i think that's right yeah um i'm excited to see the movie i'm excited Bro, it's really good wait it's which really ones good. of us are are you coming to see the play tonight i'm coming to see the play tonight we're gonna go see julia's play julia Julius, and peter mills weiss yes well Do this is what's funny and annoying to me about the theater world that i've learned we got tickets for the first night of the show right turns out that's not the opening night that's just Previews. What the fuck do you call that? The Previews. beginning. Yeah, but it's still the first show. It's like, to me, that the door's open. 
people are coming in. That's your opening night. We got our you call whatever you want. We got our dipping dots. Mm -hmm. We got our our tall. (laughs) Let's open this night. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So we're going to the preview. Which isn't even the media preview. I thought the New York Times is going to be there. They're not. Right, because previews should be like exclusive. You shouldn't be able to buy tickets to the preview if they're really previews. Totally. Otherwise, it's just you're doing the show. Yes. I thought it was going to be like red carpet opening night. Julia's going to come out in a dress Mm. afterwards. Oh, we should should all dress up in like real nice. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of funny if we did that. Yeah, I have a cool thing to wear. Let's dress up nice. That would be really funny. Wait, okay. another another sort of totally arbitrary theater world thing. She was saying, um, like, oh, I hope we get extended. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then her friend was like, her friend was like, extending is just a marketing tactic. Like, mm. it's the, the idea is that the theater says, we extended. There were so many people. It was people so popular. Everyone's wanting to see this. But her yeah. friend was like, like, it would take the show would have to be a flop in order to not be extended. It's just a way to. Mm. And then I thought, yeah, there's all these sort of fake little rituals opening night extending yeah 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 what's funny but we're gonna see it tonight you felipe's already seen it and i already saw it and the, tonight <laughs> will be my third night so. seeing it what how is that possible okay, what the fuck well, is wrong with you afterwards <laughs> after we've seen it you gotta take a back seat and yeah. let us think you gotta no, give us a head start no. on thinking about uh, the ideas I'm come a, out and no. say all i already yeah. got everything no. i'm gonna say no no you no. gotta let us load no. our guns yes. choose our gun take load three it. steps back and then yeah turn around it's fucked up how did you see it three how twice i know you went to the dress rehearsal i went to the dress rehearsal because julie invited me and then i saw it actually before covid like two years ago they did an early they did a version of it that was like slightly different fine um so this will be my third time seeing it and you know what now that i've seen it three times i'm like let's make it five let's, let's make, make it, it five seven. i'm gonna see a bunch of times you're um, gonna see about how, how are you gonna buy tickets each time I'm going to try to get some comps, but we'll see. Uh, I, this is what I wanted to say. that What's cool about seeing on the previews night is we're allowed to fill out our feedback forms, give Julian notes. They can change the play, but then once it gets reviewed, they can't change it. They got to just do it. Really? Wow. Once yes. Oh, that's funny. They got to do like, it. want to can keep the review, like the yeah. integrity of the review consistent. Yeah. That's I mean, so funny. I, that depends on what kind of thing they change. That's right? what Julia told me. For real, That's even if you're like, like, hey, I think this moment could be a little more juiced or whatever. It's like the re- you know someone's not going to come and be like, the review said the moment was different. Some <laughs> of the some of the moments were not juiced. <laughs> <laughs> they need to juice more Dude. moments. I'll say this: if you're in the audience and you're thinking about maybe going to see the play, Julia and Peter, they got it. They got the juice. They, they got, got the juice. stuff. Absolutely, you got to go see this thing. And I know I'm on Instagram all day and night, being like, oh, I love this. Go see this. Oh, this is so good. I love this. But this is you got to see this. It's gonna be good. Soho rap. Yeah, it's called While You Were Partying. Julia Melzi, Peter Mills Weiss, Brian Freeman, Brian Legend, Goat Icon, Goat Brian, <laughs> Brian Fidiment. That's right. Who's also in Dad Stepdad? Who's also in Dad Stepdad, and he fucking kills in Dad Stepdad. Wow. And that something funny is that um, Brian told me that when he was asked to be in the Dad Stepdad movie, Brian plays the son uh, who's like thirteen, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I feel like they just asked me to do this because I'm short." And like, that's why I'm in the movie. But he's getting brolic too, so. Yes. What does that mean? He's getting muscly. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's strong as fuck. Um, but he is so funny in the movie and it's all in his eyes. Like he has an incredible eye wow. performance. Do you know about that? Because you, mm-hmm. you're a theater person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can see in his eyes the feelings and the ideas are in there and he barely even has to move his face. It's amazing. So, wow. Oh, like it's a good see. movie. Now I want to see good it. Movie. Yeah. Well, let's just say in this play, 
it's in a little more than just the eyes. And you'll mm, see what I mean. Cool. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, while you were partying Soho Rep, it's playing, I don't know, next two weeks? Next yeah. Two weeks, oh, next I wanted to ask you guys about New York Comedy Festival and performing at the Asylum, which oh, is my yeah. least favorite venue name in all of New York. Okay, who gives a shit? But if you're... If you do like Simple Town, please come to the show next Thursday. Next Thursday, yeah. At uh, Asylum NYC. Yeah. You can get your tickets at, I don't know, just look up New York look Comedy Festival Simple Town. <laughs> it's on our Instagram. Yeah. I put the link in the bio. Wait, can I say one more thing? What's up? I don't. I really don't like when comedians, maybe I've told you guys this before, when they say, um, come play with me or thanks for playing with me or it was fun playing with you Who guys. Who says that? That's Everybody. Freaky. I've it's never so seen that. freaky. That Improvisers freaky. say it. Improvisers say it. Thanks for playing with us. Or if you want to come down and play with us, it skeeves me out. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. And people I respect say that. And it For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, well, when people refer to sex sex parties as play parties, <gasps> I don't like that. It's like sex isn't It's playing. like for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just so grosses me out. I see it on Instagram all the time. Yeah. Playing. You, you, I feel like you guys have used that before. Absolutely no. not. For improv? Thanks for playing with us. Will said it to me then before. He's wow. not here, so he wow. can't confirm or deny. Well, I'm going yeah. to yes. beat him up. Because I specifically remember after we did that Zoom of a town meeting and I was the modern woman, that afterwards Will said, thanks for playing with us. And I was like, well, I didn't do that. <laughs> no sure, one played with me. Wait, hold on. There's a, difference, there's a difference between if you're an audience member, but you were in the show. I was in the show. So but you were no, that still skeeves us. me out. You were in the play with us. You were playing. <laughs> Michelle says, thanks for letting us tickle you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a little slap and yeah. tickle. A little fondling. Great little play. <laughs> so that's it. So we are in the New York Comedy Festival. It seems like the show will be... Well, I, I heard Michelle's coming with Carly. Oh, that's hella. Yeah. That's hella. That's chopped. That is chopped. That's based. Yeah. Chop it up. <laughs> Chop it up. <laughs> but um, what the fuck? It's, you know, the, it's the sort of prestige or sort of importance of the show is inversely proportional to how many people will be there. Because in some... Prestige I'd, of the show is inversely proportional to how many people will be there. <laughs> it fails experience. The words fail yeah. the experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if on the left side uh, is the... Prestige of the show equals opposite side, <laughs> inverse proportion over... Yeah, man. S- Stop speaking in yeah. riddles. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> little that if there's less people there, it's more prestigious? No, what I mean to say is, I didn't realize, but the New York Comedy Festival is supposed to be kind of a big deal. Is it? Oh. Is it a big deal? I don't know. It's, it's not huge. a thing I pay attention to. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. I, it's huge. I think it's, it's like a massive it's sprawling <laughs> suburb is my sense for what it is. Well, I don't. Did I? We had to apply for it. It seems we we did have to apply for it. Bro, yes. uh, what's her face? Michelle Wolf is performing at it. Fucking Mark Maron's performing. Right, at but it. but it's like that's those people. Those people are they miles away. They had to apply the, too. <laughs> they had to write an essay. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Maron had to write an essay about why he got into comedy and why he loves it. <laughs> what's your point? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna see them ever. Like anywhere. You know, it's not like it's not like a. Uh, some sort of event where we're all in one hotel, you know. Right, it's true. Well, I don't know if it's a big deal. It seems, it seems like kind of something. It seems like something to me. Yeah, it's a big deal in that my manager really wants us to sell tickets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also not selling tickets because who wants to go to Manhattan? From our Ooh. friends, nobody wants to go to Manhattan. I'll come. No, you don't have to come. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I've never go. been to Asylum. I don't like that it's called that. Like, oh, we're crazy. It's true. That's where the crazies yeah, go to play. Yeah, where the crazies go to play. Yeah. yeah. 
everything about it. Go yeah. to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll say this. Yeah. I mean, and, and I am skeptical, you know, but it's going to be, I think the space is going to be good for us. Like, it's in the round. It's got low ceilings. You know, it's not like Union Hall, which was not good for us. Too flat. Well, we... I mean, don't, I don't want to toot our own homes, but last time we performed there, I think we killed. We killed. We did really well. And I think in, in yeah, spite of... Yeah, that's right, f- Sarah. That's right. In spite uh, of the fact that... And played, like, and we played with them. <laughs> <laughs> they played with us a little. Uh, did you do um, Louisiana oil spill business? Yeah. Oh, you know Improv? It. Hell yeah. You then, know yeah it. then you guys killed. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but I was just going to say that in spite of the fact that like you know manhattan's lame but you know going all the way over there no one wants to do it this show whatever i think it's a space it's kind of a dream space we've been performing in adverse performance in abject impoverished conditions yeah fleshworks was not like naturally a, a good space for us it was too big and the ceilings were too high and it was hard to hear us uh union hall was too long and it's hard to move around city reliquary we just blew out our fucking <laughs> too voices long, too wide. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> you see what i'm saying but wow you guys are just like precious you need a, a really specific ecosystem you're like the formation <laughs> yeah. of life on earth exactly we're like those lemurs in madagascar that can't yeah. live anywhere else yeah <laughs> well i'm dealing with a thing which is that like all I, I've been going on a lot of dates this past month. Oh my god, we didn't get to talk about dating. And We're running the clock already. Yeah, <laughs> and and I had something to say oh, about that. Too. Fuck, like, I that's too bad. That's too bad. <laughs> we don't say to, it quick. They're all coming to the show. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no joke. No joke. A lot of them are coming. Dude, to the show. that's wow. so funny. And so I'm, I've I've heard people joke about this problem, like other comedians, but it's the first time I've experienced it where I'm like. What is gonna happen? Like when you have ten hinge dates at your show, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, gotta, you gotta stop inviting one date people to <laughs> show. That is so I, funny. No, I didn't even invite. It's like they're like, oh, just got a ticket to the thing. Ah, you know, they like shit. message Fuck. you. That's so funny. Yes, they I like you. I keep thinking of that. Like when I need to fill Life World on some of these off nights, and I have like. 50 hinge messages from people <laughs> asking me if I'm free and I'm like here's my audience like if yeah. I can just get these people but yeah. can't be done wait I have to show you guys a message that I got on hinge um I've stopped I've stopped dating it's just like too much I, I'd already you know I've always thought dating apps go against God and and I was right and I don't want to do it anymore um but look at this let's see so what should I start from the beginning so first the 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 guy I, goes hey dude and then you said Hey man, how's your weekend going? And then he goes, fucking weird. Sorry, I'm just rather emotionally available, but I just watched the Cecilia Condit interview and they, and there you fucking are. Like why this is on my radar is weird and the world is so weird and Cecilia is so wonderful. So even getting, I, this is kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I was expecting a weirdo, but no, I could show you something weird, but this was kind of nice. But even this, I was like, I'm not answering this. Yeah. <laughs> you should, I just feel so you should cause you know what you should say hey thanks because if i said that to someone and then they didn't answer i would feel oh. really embarrassed oh, like i had well, i don't know like i had made them feel like weird or oh. i would feel hmm. scared so i think you should just be like think oh cool yeah for a moment, Sarah. <laughs> he, scared. he said something nice to me and now i owe him a lot yes yeah i don't know i had to pay him back you don't know anything but <laughs> i know to. that i would feel i would feel weird i'd be like oh i've crossed the line or something no that's funny i guess i just shared that one because i thought it was a funny coincidence and um two because yeah, I'm just fucking dead on that shit. I, it's cool that you're going on a lot of dates. I feel like it's all just data in my phone. I can't even look at it anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm. I think I'm at the end of my 
If you're dating, oh, you're gonna get cuffed. And uh, <laughs> Sam's getting married. I'm just a little tired. I'm a little. It yeah. takes so much creative energy. I'm like, I gotta work on my daps. I gotta work on Simple Town. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, the way you date, I like don't under. I I understand it, but I can't. I couldn't do it. It's like sporting. Yeah. Exporting. Yeah, you're. Just, yeah, like, you're got, sporting like, three out dates there, this like, week. Yeah. I feel like if I have one date, I'm emotionally drained. You know what I'm like when I have a crush. Yeah. I cannot go on more it than Not more. only is Felipe emotionally drained, he drains everyone <laughs> around him <laughs> emotionally yeah. of all yeah. energy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not worth it. All right, folks. Oh, I guess we're done. Uh, any final words? Chop it up. Chop it up. This today. Raisin Nation. Chop it up. Kaya, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for coming. Raisin Man Arena.